and gents, we are ready to rock and roll today. We got a good show scheduled for you guys today. Um, turning your team into heroes and customers. How do we do that? Let's find out. Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business and social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business Bros. Yeah. <laughs> time, Ham. Will you do me a favor? Can you drop some heat? Here we go. All right, all you business pros out there. Before we jump into the show, just a quick reminder, as always, subscribe on whichever platform it is that you're listening to us on today. Give us a like, follow, subscribe, drop a review, help other like-minded business owners find value from our awesome guests while we rise up in those podcast rankings. We'll sincerely appreciate every single one of you for it. And if you want to be a guest on the show, we'd love to have you on and learn from you as well. Go to www.businessbros.biz, schedule your time slot. Don't forget to follow us on all our social medias at Business Bros Pod. All right, everybody, we're so excited and honored to bring yet another incredible guest on the Business Bros Pod. Today's guest has worked with hundreds of entrepreneurs to reposition their businesses for success and dramatically increase growth, customer retention, and profit. To hear her client say it, she's the Tony Robbins of outstanding business growth and success, and her results speak for themselves. Early in her career, she transformed a fledgling business into one of Canada's top 50 best-managed companies, and now her system is available to anyone who's willing to put in the work. Especially effective for service-based businesses, our guest system helps business owners retain a strong and loyal client base, unlock hidden profit centers, and turn their customers' experiences into profit. Stay tuned and learn more about the new business rules and how to apply them to grow and thrive. Joining us today from Marinette Inc., creator of the Je Profit Generator System and author of Up Solutions, welcome to the show, Patty Mara. Full of energy, ready to roll, having fun. That's what we do on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. All right, let's do this thing. Patty, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you both for having me on. Very exciting. I hope we like turn up your energy, right? You, you, you might have missed that cup of coffee, maybe. But now that you're on the show, you're ready to rock and roll. You ready, Patty? Always ready. All right, always let's get ready. into this thing. I always like to start with that. Uh, well, you're an entrepreneur. You are selling something. So what is it that you're selling? How are you helping and bringing value to our community? Fabulous. Thanks, Renan. So um, I came out with my first book a year ago, Up Solutions, Turning Your Team into Heroes and Your Customers into Raving Fans. Um, I have a business reinvention blueprint that I help mostly retail and service businesses to reposition. I think we're in an incredible period of change and challenge, but also the most important period to future forward our businesses. And so I have a blueprint to do that. And um, I also do a lot of team engagement and team success because there are two sides of the same coin. You can't redesign the business without the team knowing how to deliver it. So what, what do you mean by 
planning forward, like being being prepared for the future. I mean, we all want to be right. Essentially, that's what we want to do when we're planning, maybe for the week, for the month, for the quarter, for the year, whatever it is. But tell me a little bit about your blueprint and how it prepares people. Well, so, you know, it's interesting because obviously I wrote the book before the global pandemic, um, but it's the same methodology. Um, we've all been dealing with incredible period of change in the, for the last year. Um, but there's also, I wrote a blog post earlier this year that the gift of 2020 was the death of infrastructure. Mm. One of the challenges or one of the opportunities is that crisis interrupts all patterns. So, um, part of that is, um, that, you know, we're working remotely, we're changing how we structure, you know, some of the big companies that have blown up in the last year, Zoom, Shopify, and Stripe, right? Um, mm -hmm. uh, the president of Shopify uh, it was quoted in an article that the pandemic forwarded their business plan by 10 years. Mm. So um, it's the same methodology, but, you know, there are a lot of businesses that were healthy in 2019 that there have been completely interrupted, disrupted, in 2020. And I think we're going to look back on 2021 as the most important year to future forward our business, future proof almost. But rather than the past directing or dictating the future structure, we have to now look forward and, and plan back. And it's a pivotal shift. Yes. Yes. I 100% agree. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about some of these major changes that have happened. COVID came along and it really reshaped the way we do things. There's pluses and minuses to both of these. Um, I forget where I was listening to, but uh, might have even been a TikTok for all I know. But it was somebody really saying that that you know the idea of being able to hire a VA or somebody who is yeah. not in the U.S., has, has become the mainstream because there are people working from home. We found ways to be efficient without having to go into a physical office, without having to drive across town, 45 minutes in traffic one way, 45 minutes in traffic on the other way. A lot of time wasted. Our productivity is up. The flip side to that, however, if you're looking at it from, a, from an employee standpoint, now I'm not in competition with my geographic location. Now I'm in competition with essentially the rest of the world. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that when it comes to developing your team or from an entrepreneur's uh, point of view, hiring your team? Yes, that's a really good point. Now, I'm going to say there's two sides to that to me. First of all, a lot of my businesses are brick and mortar. And I think we're in a brick and mortar renaissance. So they're still mostly, not all, but they're still mostly local-based people when we're back in stores. Um, however, you're right. We now have a global, we've had a global uh, marketplace, but now we're really looking at the global marketplace for hiring. Um, I have team members all over the world. Um, mm -hmm. So, and, and I actually have for a while, um, but I'm going to say there's two pieces with that. I think, this is part of its future forward thinking in your business. Uh, we have to question and rethink everything. And I think we need to do it from the point of view of who our customers are, what's important to them. And it, they've changed, it's changed in the last year. Um, what, what assets do we have in our business? What solutions do we offer? And how do we position ourselves as a solution partner for our customers? 
And that may take a complete rethink of how we deliver what we do, um, whether it's a subscription model or, you know, different marketing or whatever that is. And Hernan, you also added in with team members, because I think this is really important. And I think this is one of the challenges. Um, I'm, 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 I'm seeing a lot of team members and a lot of entrepreneurs in burnout right now um, mm -hmm. because there's, it's so stressful and there, the change is challenging. So, um, it, you know, and it, it needs, there needs to be a really pivotal shift of what are your talents and where do you want to offer them? So I think the opportunity for team members is also finding the right fit for them in a place that they're valued, appreciated, and their talent is able to be used. And it may look different than it did in the past. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. You know, when you're talking about team members and you're talking about stress levels, it kind of takes me back to that 2007-2008 era where we put huge stress tests on uh, big banks, right? What's up, Bonnie? On big banks and big uh, corporations like insurance companies, there was a lot of stress tests. Did you have enough liquidity? Did you have enough? Uh, did you make solid investments? You know, we had the whole derivative market. I feel like in 2020, we're applying very similar stress tests but to the small business owner, right? Mm -hmm. The small business owner got, I mean, let's face it, they got slapped. They, they took a couple shots at the beginning of 2020 and throughout 2020 where they had to make pivotal shifts. The stress that they were, that they, they had to endure during 2020 was huge. And you had to make some of these pivotal moves when you're, when you're creating your blueprint for, for the future, how are we taking those stress tests into consideration? Yeah, it's, it's a great question. One of the things, so I'm going to answer this on two, two points. One is I think um, I like to say we, I think we need to have grace with ourselves. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm doing a Facebook Live interview on Thursday that we're going to talk about on recharging for entrepreneurs. It's like you, you, cannot, you cannot be creative. And this, this period of time re requires creativity. You cannot be creative if you're tired, if you're burnt out. Um, you're going through the motions. It's costing you money. You can't do it. So I think we need to have grace for it with ourselves. We need to have recharge time. We need to back off, let our brains recharge, come back at it fresh. Um, so that's it. And, you know, for business owners really paying attention that that's also true for your teams. Like that's, you know, your team, it, people are working from home. If they don't have a designated home office, it's like anyone working from home, I would like to see that it's in a designated space that when you're finished for the day, you close it off and it, you don't even, you don't see it. It doesn't cross your mind because you have to have still, you know, family life, home life, home sanctuary, recharge time mm. and not be feel like you're working all the time or it's interfering or bleeding over it into everything. Or you, you have the... Uh... Or you have those kids that uh, run around in your background or the cat that hops on the keyboard or you have all kinds of different things that uh, could be distracting. We've, we've kind of grown accustomed to them, right? Well, the, yeah. The fun part have been the people standing up with shorts on or pooping <laughs> TV, you know, analysis in the background. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um but you also said, talked about stress tests for a business. And I, I think that's absolutely true. You know, my, the first thing I did last March was pick up the phone and start calling clients and friends that are entrepreneurs. How are you doing? What's going on? 
And in my, when I talk to people, and I talk to people that were business were 100%, like multi-million dollar companies, two come to mind. One is an event staffing business. There are no events. Mm -hmm. And the other is a photography business. There's no in-person photography. So they both had to do a complete pivot in order to even stay flush for the year. Um, and then I've got other other entrepreneurs that I know that they've excelled this year. They've literally grabbed the bull by the horns and they've used this as an opportunity to literally take over their competition because their competition's not adjusting. Mm. That is that is you know you talked about the retail and how retail had to you know you you deal with a lot of brick and mortar. Um, and I've been having a couple people on the show who are Amazon uh, fulfillment by Amazon people, people who are creating these online stores. And, you know, to run a store is no easy feat. Running inventory and managing your inventory and, you know, fulfilling orders. That is a skill that a business owner who who operates a brick and mortar has. When you when you have to make a shift like we did in 2020, a drastic shift. I mean, you mentioned, uh, you know, Etsy stores and Zoom and things like that. Uh, when you talk to your to your brick and mortar clientele, how much of the how many of them had to make that shift onto that online space when previously they were like, you know what, I, my POS machine over there that I've had that for many years, it works fine. I don't want to make any changes, and then all of a sudden, they had to make a drastic change. What, what was that like for them? Well, again, um, I know I know businesses that have flourished because they embrace that. Um, a good friend of mine has a, a pet food boutique and she actually launched her second location in May during lockdown um, it, to incredible success. I mean, she had it be fun. We'll deliver to your door. And But they spent the month of March adding Shopify to their website and putting all their product, all their inventory online. And they immediately came out. They're very active on social media. Um, they're very responsive. They're very approachable. Um, and you know, they found out what people were worried about and just kept coming out. We have, we've secured supply. We're not going to run out of, of food. Um, uh, they offered free delivery for the first time ever. And it's a pretty wide area because they're in a small town. Um, they offer curbside delivery that you can order online. You can call the store. I mean, they made it easy. And by contrast, one of my absolute favorite stores, I, I'm, um, I'm an equestrian. I, I, I've been a horse person since I was a child. And uh, one of my favorite stores is a local tax shop. And it's, you know, it's a 50 year old business and I love it. I mean, you just, I could just, you know, spend every day in there and um, they're really struggling and you know, their website's horrific. You can't find, I, I can't find products on their website that I know they order. I've ordered mm -hmm. something beginning of April and I still haven't got it. I mean, it's, it's, um, they have not adjusted and they're struggling. So it's a, it's, I think every business right now, especially brick and mortars, but every business needs to think as a hybrid. And when I mean that it, you need different channels of reaching your customer base. And the answer to the question of what channels do I need is how do I make it easy for my customers to engage with me, for me to provide value and to make it easy to buy from me. Mm, those are solid questions. Very solid questions. Because I mean, you know, one of the products that we offer is we create content for businesses because there's so many of them that for the longest time, they're like, I don't need an Instagram. I don't need a Facebook. You know, we have we have foot traffic. We're fine. Today is not the same as it was, you know, a year ago prior to COVID. 
Um, and, and you talked about some of those that transitioned well and some of them that haven't transitioned well. Uh, are they accepting it now? Or, are, are you seeing that more and more people are like, okay, yes, I do need to have an online presence. Yes, I do need to post on social media regularly. Yes, I do need to tell people that we're still here. We exist. We didn't fade away with COVID. Yes. And I, I'm certainly seeing the recognition that they need it. And quite frankly, most of them need someone to do it for them. So what you're doing is fantastic because, you know, they need a strategy. They don't know unless there's someone, you know, unless they have someone who's like 20 on their team and does TikTok videos and you know, mo most of the business owners are like, you know, cross-eyed. So, um, but they need a strategy and it's all around um, communication, connection, building relationships and being front and center. And, you know, they used to, used to have to advertise on, on newspapers and it was actually more complicated, but it's, it's teaching a new medium to people that aren't used to it. And, and it is essential. Mm, yeah. It, our live studio audience really loves it by the way. <laughs> but, are, are, you know, the, the essentialness, you're absolutely right, is is absolutely vital in, in, in creating a strategy or at least being visible, right? Because, you know, we, we always talk about, you know, when we talk to clients, it's four stages that we learned early on. You're invisible. Nobody knows that you uh, are doing business. You, you either used to be brick and mortar and nobody's gone out, so you've become invisible or you've just, you're just starting now, you're invisible. You need to become visible. That comes with creating content, posting on a regular basis. You're going to get better as you go. If you want to do it yourself, do it yourself, but do it, right? That's the that's the key there. Fine. And then... I'll do it myself. Exactly, Thanos. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Avengers, so, yes. Yes. <laughs> so once, you, once you've done it, you become visible. You do it consistently. People know you're there. They know you and where, where to find you. They know what you're about. You're credible. And that's when you become profitable again. That's when things start to move in that direction that you want them to because people actually know you exist. You're creating your own foot traffic. And you, you know, I remember my very first business. Uh, and I'm going to age myself here, but we used to advertise in the yellow pages, right? For those of you who don't know what that is, it was basically Google in a book. That's that's how it worked back then. A big yellow book and you can Google any business that you wanted to, but you had to look, you had to flip some pages. Uh, and uh, by the way, that's where AAA comes from because it was AAA, it was at the beginning. That was the whole point of doing things. A little history lesson there. Uh, but that was that was how we did it. We didn't have the ability to distribute our message very far. Whereas today you have the ability to distribute and you lack the content creation. You lack the creative part. What, what do you think about uh, what's going on in, in, you know, people's point of views? You know, those who have brick and mortar, maybe they come from my generation where we did advertise in the penny savers and yellow pages and newspapers. Uh, absolutely. And you said, I think, Hernan, you said something that's really important, the visible especially for brick and mortar. Well, it's true for online too, but brick and mortar businesses, what was true with a brick and mortar is you had a storefront and you waited for people to walk in the store. Mm -hmm. And that's no longer enough. Everybody, even if we want to shop local, everyone researches online first before they go in. And if you're not online, you're not coming up in their research. And you can't, you can't just wait for customers. So if the customer comes in, it costs a lot of money to acquire a new customer. When you've got one, when somebody comes in and does business with you, you need to be focusing on what's the relationship and how do you build it so that you have repeat business. You have to, we have to shift from thinking transactions to relationship. So 
the visibility, the fact that you're in front of people, that you're building an audience, but you're staying in communication. And that's essential. And then you can give people little triggers for why to come back or what's new or, or how to solve something or how to fix something. You can build your expertise, but you have to be out there first. Hundred percent. You know, and and the great thing is, uh, when you're creating content, you are creating a long tail effect. And this is uh, something I learned from from Gary V. Uh, you know, a few years ago when we started the podcast, um, that strategy of you know, well, it's not even a strategy. That tactic that people have when they want to do something, they Google it and figure it out. I've used that as my marketing ploy. When I sit down with a with a with a prospect who's going to sell their home and I know I'm competing with other agents, it's very easy for me to say, you know what? Google their name real quick. Look what comes up. Google me and see what comes up. You want the agent that's going to give you the most exposure, and Google is probably the best indicator of that exposure. And I win hands down because I have three years worth of podcast content, small clips, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all those different things. And at first, it was really awkward to do, but now it's paid off. When should people start creating content for their small businesses so that they have a strategy in place? Yeah, I love what you just said. Now, the time to start is now. And even if you, I wish I, and even if you think, oh, I wish I started last year, I wish I started six, no, the time to start, if you haven't started, start now. And what you just said as an example, when people Google you is a perfect, because what you're doing is you're building and so everything you do from now on builds and maybe it takes six months to get enough connections to start building an audience. But the time is now because it's going to take six months regardless. Mm, that is so powerful. That's so true. All right. Well, what about the people who are just getting into business today? And, and maybe they've gotten into business during COVID because they had all this extra time and maybe their job let them go. They didn't know what was going to happen next. So they they ventured into becoming an entrepreneur. What kind of advice would you give to them? Maybe they're developing their team. Maybe they're trying to go at it solo. What would you say to them? Um, first of all, I think this is, again, I'm going to think we're going to look back on this period of time as the most important time to pivot and future focus our business, which also means it's the most important time to start a business. It's brilliant. So you, first of all, you have an unlimited, um, inexpensive resources. You know, you can outsource on Upwork, you can find team members. Um, so, so it's a great time with incredible resources. My advice is go out and talk to people you want to work with and just find out what what's important for them what are their challenges what are they excited about what are some of the capability they've already got in place and what would be a solution what what could you create that would be a solution your talent applied to their issues what would be that solution and that's what i would build a business around and mm. and and Hernan, if I can just give a, an example, I read this great article today, and it was a New York Times article, restaurants fought for COVID survival with some tech helpers. So there's this new business, um, and uh, it, they're, they're offering restaurants help. They've got a subscription. They help restaurants and bars create subscription boxes for their clients. And it's inexpensive, and it's taken off. And it's, it's literally going to change come for restaurants and bars coming out of past COVID, past pandemic. But it's an example of somebody saw a niche that they could fill and make other businesses better, be a resource, 
that the return on investment is huge. And so it's literally a no brainer and it's blowing up. Mm. You know, subscriptions for my favorite bar, especially when you're doing like craft beers. I mean, that'd be kind of cool to get, you know, you know, specific types of beers from your favorite breweries to come over on a regular basis. Genius. And a lot yes. of times they just need help setting it up, right? Getting it, whether it's permits or licensing or whatever, shipping, whatever they need to, to get it done. That's usually where that niche happens. There's a, there's a problem. There's something that you want. And chances are, if you want it, there are other people who want it too. You solve the problem. That's where, that's where an opportunity happens. That's where, that's where business takes off, or at least initially. Patty, you got across scrolling across the screen. You got pattymara.com slash business bros. What can you tell me what, what kind of resources people can find on your website? Absolutely. So first of all, you know, you can find information on my website, but that particular page is um, set up with resources. And first of all, you can buy my book. If you're interested, it'll you know tell you where to buy the book. And if you scroll down, I've actually put a tool, the touchpoint scorecard, and this is a tool one of the essential skills these days is to really understand the experience you're creating. And so look at your business from your customer's perspective. So the Touchpoint scorecard um, is a tool, very simple tool to help you do that. And there are different types. It's all the same tool, but we've got different sample copies. So choose the one that's most relevant for your business. And there's a short video showing you how to use that. So, well, tell me a little bit more. So the video will tell me how to use it, um, but let's assume we go through it and we have some sort of results. What kind of results are we going to get? How can we use that information to to plan our future? Um, well, great question. So you're going to, most of it will be well, very simple. One of the things is we there's a lot we take for granted in our business. And so the first thing you're going to do is identify all the different touch points, the points that customers interact with your business and, uh, and then evaluate each touch point one at a time. What is the experience from one to 10? One being the worst, 10 being the best. And when you, as soon as you give yourself a rating, now you are evaluating because the question is, what are you doing well? And where, what are improvement ideas? And one of my favorite examples is especially in stores, if uh, the receipt, you know, you, you mm. buy, purchase something, you walk out of the store and you have a receipt. Well, there's functional information that has to be on that receipt, but it's the last thing you get as you walk out that store. That receipt should reinforce the value and what you love about that store. So it should have uh, certainly a, a logo, an image, a descriptive byline of the value, um, you know, you know, come hope to see you back soon, whatever that is as well as all the functional information. So make sure that each touch point, you're reinforcing the value that your business provides. It, it sounds like, and correct me if I'm wrong, it sounds like you're helping the business owner really understand what the customer is looking for. Because oftentimes we get into this whole idea of, you know, if you guys have ever read Michael Gerber's uh, E-Myth, right? We think because we're the best plumber out there that we can create a business no problem. Uh, and, and maybe, you know, everybody does, a lot of people do need plumbers, but whatever your idea is, doesn't necessarily mean that your concept translate to a marketable product or service. And so what you, what it sounds like you're doing on, on with your touch points is you're really evaluating the value that you're going to bring to the marketplace. Did, did I hear you correctly? Absolutely. And at the same point in time, you're developing that skill set of looking at your business from your customer's perspective. It's also a good one to do with your team because you're developing that ability. 
Hmm. Yeah, you know what? That, that's absolutely true. Your team oftentimes, you know, and, and here's my own personal problem with teams or with employees is I, I don't see myself as a good manager. And I think it really comes down to having some of these core things like like your touch points so that we can focus our attention on, you know, not being a good manager doesn't mean uh, that you can't become better, that you don't learn from what you're doing every single day that, that you know, we we have our own staff meetings, we have our own team meetings. I talk to my, uh, you know, VA every day. I'm learning as much as they are. I'm learning to lead as much as they're learning to follow instruction. So when you have opportunities like what Patty's offering here uh, at uh, pattymara.com slash business bros to go and figure out some of these value points, you might not quite feel like you need to, but maybe your team does. Maybe your team, you know, what you think you're saying to your employees isn't the same thing as what they're hearing. And so if you can put yourself in that in in these kind of positions where everybody's on the same page, you're going to see a huge difference. What do, what do you think, Patty? You agree? A hundred percent agree. Well put, brilliant. Awesome. All right. Well, Patty, you know, I've, I've had a ton of fun getting to know you here. You know, I know you're in Canada and I want to thank you for coming on the show. Um, I want to make sure, and I got this from James, James, by the way, I got this from you. Uh, I want to make sure that, uh, I, I got every little bit of piece of information from you. So is there anything that you want to leave the audience with, or maybe something I didn't ask that you would want to talk about? Um, I, the only thing is just to kind of sum up, is that I think we're in the biggest opportunity of our lifetimes. As entrepreneurs, this is it. And I think we'll look back on 2021 as the pivotal year. Either you're future focusing your business, you're making that pivot and you're figuring out what's the next 10 years, what's the opportunity, or people are going out of business. So I mm -hmm. think this is the pivotal year. Have grace with yourself going through it. Engage with other people. You don't have to do it on your own. And, uh, and reach out to experts. I mean, you know, find people that really help you create a better business. Yes, well said, well said, well said. All right, ladies and gents. Well, probably not that one. Oh, it's uh, something a little funner right there. How about this? There we go. All right, ladies and gents. Thank you very much for coming on the show today, Patty. Really appreciated you taking the time to teach us about learning the values in our own business about identifying with our customers because we as business owners we don't always know what our clients are thinking what our customers are thinking but if you can figure that out your messaging your marketing everything you do in your business is going to get a lot better patty thank you very much for coming on the show Hernan, what a pleasure thank you so much all right ladies and gents we'll see you guys manana have a great rest of your tuesday afternoon peace out y'all Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the Business Bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the Insurance Bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.